Today on Com Talk, we're talking about GeekCon 2021, some reflections on it, some interesting interviews, and uh, we had some technical difficulties, so that's fun. Glicks, what is going on? We are receiving a signal from a new area on the planet Geekery. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to ComTalk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show for Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. This is episode 107 of ComTalk, and uh, this is going to be our GeekCon review. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We had some technical difficulties with this one. Uh, Celeste and I sat down. We're on the con floor. We hit record. I'm watching the recorder go, and we did a whole intro to this podcast, and... Uh, we talked about the first day of con, everything else, and for some reason, that audio is completely gone. Just just ghosted. We have everything else, and uh, Celeste and I had did a, a recap when we got home about the con. So you have all that, but the, the, the stuff from the beginning is completely gone. <laughs> so uh, I'm doing this here now. So um, before we get into the, the conversations that took place for the con, I want to say this. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to Greg Adams and to the entire team of GeekCon for um, putting on GeekCon here in Shreveport. Celeste and I and the entire Geek community appreciate it. We needed this. Uh, our community needed that. My, Our area needed GeekCon to take place. Uh, community is such an important aspect. And, it, and while, again, we're a digital ministry, and so much is happening digitally, but there is a need for people to be together, face-to-face. Uh, geeks, nerds, those of you who are listening, you need people in your life face-to-face, talking, laughing, and enjoying life together. So thank you, Greg Adams, and to the team of GeekCon for making this happen um, this past couple of weeks. You guys are amazing, and I appreciate you so very much. So what you guys about to experience are a couple things. We're going to have some interviews with some of our... Uh, a couple of our writers who were at GeekCon with us and uh, uh, one of our devoted geeks. And also, cool story, you're going to hear an interview with Sam Jones, who played Flash Gordon in the film back in the 80s, um, that I got to do with him. Uh, there'll be a video version of this up later uh, this week, hopefully, um, where you can actually see the video of me talking with him. Uh, but he had some really interesting thoughts that I want to share with you guys also. And uh, then we're going to have the recap. So... All that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump in to our first conversation with one of our writers. All right, so live from the GeekCon floor, we got uh, one of our writers, some of you guys may recognize, the Dapper Man himself, Kevin Joshua Burnham. I'm not going to dox you, Kevin, but how are you doing, Mr. Florida Man? I am blessed beyond measure. That's awesome, man. Kevin, you, you've driven down, you flew and drove from Florida. You're here at GeekCon. How's it going for you? How, how's your first GeekCon experience? It's actually lovely. I really enjoy it, and I love interacting with people of different geekdom and cultures and what they love. And I've seen a lot more and learned a lot more than I actually thought I would. Especially with anime, because I'm not an anime person, but for anime films like Harry Miyazaki, very much enjoy. But as far as like someone was explaining to me about My Hero Academia, Academia, thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I was like, did not know. <laughs> right, that's cool, man. All right, so 
new experience for you. You guys do have a small con out there in Florida, but this is your first time kind of in this environment. What's been the strangest thing you've seen so far at the con? Define strange because everything, I mean, is strange from different people. So right now I haven't really seen anything strange for me because this is normal to me. <laughs> True, you are from Florida. Yeah, you're talking to a Florida man. Come on, mate. <laughs> So, Kevin, you write for us at Geek Devotions. You started recently, did an article on uh, on a particular movie. What was the movie you just wrote an article for us on? And uh, what inspired you to write a, uh, the article? That was Bigger Than Life. It was a movie with um, James Mason. Right. I did it because it was Criterion Month, which everyone who purchased physical media through Barnes & Noble, all criterions have fall. So, not advertising, but I am. <laughs> and This is not a paid sponsorship, but Barnes & Noble, if you want to, our criterion, please do. Yes. So, I, I am super excited for that, but for me, it was a very much um, close to my heart type of movie because I saw it one time on the television, and the sound and picture was not as grand. And then when I watched it on the Blu-ray, it just made everything much more grand than it was before. It, the story, if you want to read a review, it's on their page right. on geekdevotions.com. But it's near to me because it had to deal with alcoholism, drug abuse, and people with um, experiencing difficulties inside of their family. And I've had that happen. So I completely understand and relate to that com completely. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the thing that people don't understand about geek culture is sometimes that where we get into these things because are there, there are things that we attract to because we understand it. We live through some of this stuff. There are things we find in anime, My Hero Academia. That's how you pronounce it, Academia, Kevin. Yeah, so, but because there's something we find we attach ourselves to it. So I really think it's cool that you, your first film that you reviewed for us was something you you have a personal attachment to that you understand deeply. And I feel like for those of our geeks who are listening to the podcast right now, have that in mind like when you watch their media and for those like you, you have friends you're like you don't understand why they're into it perhaps there's something there's a little key truth to those things that they connect to now Kevin you've been with us today you were here with us last night obviously yes this is day one of the con day full, the first full day of the con and uh, you had a new experience for you uh, Celeste, I left you alone to run the booth and walk around and film. How was that running the booth, and how was it walking around filming complete strangers? Okay, running a booth is actually easy because I have done many concerts. Okay. A lot of um, winter jams and Christian concerts that happen, so I was always behind the booth. That's one thing. Now, going up to a complete stranger and just asking him a question, to me, it, I mean, it may not sound that way or look that way to me, but I do get nervous <laughs> because usually I have a five-minute conversation or talk to people before I start technically interviewing, start asking more in-depth questions. Right. But this time I was more like asking them, so that's a new experience for me. Right. But it was actually, it was, um, it's, it will become easier as I do it more. Right. But I have to say that it wasn't really that bad at all because a lot of these people who are dressed up as their favorite geekdom and cosplay and so forth are more than happy and obliged to just go ahead and just tell you everything, yeah. what they do and why they do it and how long they've been doing it. That's good. And I even have, sometimes I don't even have to ask the question. They're just telling me everything <laughs> right off the bat. That's cool. That's cool. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for being part of Geek Devotions. Thank you so much for being part of ComTalk today. Uh, if you guys want to see those interviews that Kevin did with Branson, by we're going to have him here on the show also here in a little bit. Um, but check out our, our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Geek Devotions. Kevin, where can people find you? If you wish to find me, you can find me on YouTube. I'm on there as the Dapper Man. So YouTube slash the Dapper Man. Right. You can find me also on Instagram and Facebook. A good part of my, what I'm doing is on Facebook. It's starting to grow significantly. 
I'm also on Twitter, and that's very barely. It's like an occasional moment I'm on Twitter, but it's just it's a new thing. I don't understand Twitter sure. still. I get that. I'm too old-fashioned. <laughs> totally get that. Totally get but that. But thank you so much for having me right here and be at your table and for everything that you've been doing so far. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being part of Geek Devotions, brother. And we'll have links in the description down below. And so all that being said, we're going to transition to another conversation with another amazing devoted geek. All right. All right. So we're here with Dale. And uh, so you guys might remember Dale from Devoted Geek Life, other places. Dale, got a question for you while we're here live on the floor at GeekCon. Why do you love coming to GeekCon? What's, what's, uh, what about this draws you here? The panels. Say again? The panels. Panels. What about the panels? I like, I like to get, be able to get closer. It, it allows me to get closer to the celebrity, right. if you will. Awesome. Like, sure. I, I would have loved it if I could... Do the same thing with uh, Alice Cooper, but right. But when Lou Ferrigno was here, I got to, you know, ask questions and stuff like that. Very cool, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dale. All right, and so we are now here with another uh, voice that you podcasters, listener, podcast listeners, I don't know, words are hard today. Um, let's know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Mr. Branson Boykin, Bees Views and Reviews. How you doing, Branson? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Awesome. Branson, I'm so glad you'd be here with us today at the floor of GeekCon 2021. It's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of interesting things seen. What has been the weirdest thing you've seen today? Weirdest thing I've seen today. Uh, I don't know if it was weird, but it was really cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we actually met someone who did a steampunk Ghostbusters cosplay. Oh, I love that. It was a lady with the the proton pack, and she had a slimer that she was pushing around. Right. But it was steampunk themed, so it was all gears and steam canisters and stuff instead of physicist electronic stuff. Right. That's so, so cool. Yeah, I was That's really impressed cool. by it. All right, so Branson, you've been you've been with us on the con floor. Now you've been coming to GeekCon for years. Yes. Why do you enjoy coming to GeekCon? It is one of the few places where there's such a high concentration of people that like the same things that I like. Right. You know, it, it really reminds me that there are a bunch of people out there that like comics, that like manga, that like anime, that like uh, video games. Uh, you know. You see grown people walking around in Superman suits right. and Batman suits. It's it's just a reminder that we're not alone, that there are there's a community out there. Right. Uh, we don't have to hide in the dark corners of somebody's basement. You know, we can <laughs> we can come out and, and express our geekdoms openly and freely and and not be ashamed of it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. absolutely. Now, Brett, you've been writing for us for quite a while. You've done a lot of great uh, stories you've reviewed over the years. Uh, it's been about a year now since you started coming on the team and started doing podcasting for us. What has been your favorite thing to review? Like, what's been your favorite book that stood up? Like, man, this was this was it. This was like my favorite thing over the last several episodes of Bees Views and Reviews, including the Taco Bell episode that just released uh, today as a recording of this. Yeah, the Taco Bell was definitely the most unique. Uh, uh, By the way, I did see that you, I feel like you kind of challenged me to do a devotion on it. I, you know, I'm not going to say I threw the gauntlet down, but there's some Infinity Stones on the floor. I, 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 all right, so you guys heard it here first. Dear listeners, I'm going to do a devotion on the Taco Bell manga. So we're going to make this happen. <laughs> all right. Um, my favorite one that I've reviewed so far, I think, is going to have to be Angels Unaware 
by Lee Weeks. A mm -hmm. uh, lot that I love about that. One, it's a mainstream hero, it's Daredevil. So to see a mainstream hero have elements of faith worked into his story was just cool. But then also, I follow Lee Weeks on social media a lot. I see some of the stuff he posts. He actually uh, is working as a, an instructor at Kubert School of uh, Art. Uh, he's a teacher over there. But uh, so I, I know about the guy that designed the book, and uh, it was a really great story. I love the way he incorporated the faith into it. Right. Uh, so I think that's my favorite one of all that I've reviewed. Very cool, very cool, man. All right, well, Bryce, I appreciate you being here, being part of our, being part of the team. Uh, I do have one question. Y you and Kevin earlier had a couple of new opportunities for yourselves. At one point, you guys actually ran our booth for a minute, and at another point, I sent you guys out on the con floor with a camera. Yeah. And uh, how did you guys do interviews? How was that for you, being thrown out there to do all that kind of stuff? Uh, it was a little nerve-wracking at first. It was a little nervous, but you know, like I said before, once I realized that these are people who are into the same kind of things I am, right. it, it kind of eased into it. I think at one point we actually interviewed R2-D2. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really hoping that makes the cut, because that was cool. <laughs> Kudos to Kevin for interviewing a robot. Right. Uh, or droid, excuse me, droid. Droid. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's really great, like I said, just to be around people that have the same interests as me. Right. Uh, I can kind of metaphorically let my hair down a little bit and just, you know, right. be, be a kid again for just a little bit. Love it, man. Love it. So if you guys want to see, like I said earlier, if you guys want to see that episode where Branson and uh, Kevin walk around, interview people, uh, make sure you check our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Geek Devotions, where you see Branson and uh, Kevin doing all that cool stuff. And again, thank you, Branson, for being part of what we do here at Geek Devotions. Any final words to the devoted geeks? Stay devoted. Peace and love. <laughs> my man. Hey guys, I'm here at GeekCon. I'm here with Sam Jones, Flash Gordon himself. Flash, how you doing, sir? We're doing good. Had to do the Hollywood glasses there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Love I it. I got a little red eye, so yeah. There if the go. light gets too much, I'll put them back on. Sounds good. Sam, uh, we're asking everybody, why do you love doing what you do? Like, why do you love this? Why do you love everything else you do? Well, I think with anything, we feed off of people. I feed off the fans. I mean, I, I do these for three reasons, obviously. Uh, travel the world. Uh, the last year and a half, obviously, it's America because of COVID. But I do have yeah, three reasons to please the promoter who brings me in. Uh, uh, please the fans, obviously. It's great to hear your stories. And obviously, I'm generated as, generating as much provision as I can for me and my family. There you go. But I, I love it. And it's a great opportunity for you guys to tell me your story, you know? And and what I mean by that is, because uh, at my table now, I get I get granddad, son, grandson, grandmother, daughter, granddaughter. So I get to hear your story, how I impacted your life, or you would tell me, hey, my dad forced me to watch you, and now I'm forcing my children to watch you. I can't help it. It's an addiction. Love it. So it's great. Love yeah, it, it really is. Love it. So, Sam, I know you're a believer. You, you love yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you have any words of encouragement for those who are watching? Because, again, we are, we are a Christian show, and we, we are devoted to geeks. We're letting people know they're loved and they're cared for. Do you have yeah. any encouragement for them? Yeah, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, being a believer in the Lord, I, uh, just keep things simple, as simple can be, you know? If there's, and try to get rid of any religion, and let me be clear on religion, organizational stuff. Um, it's got to be about a relationship between you and the Lord and, and making it real. And talk to him the way we're talking right now. Talk to him, you know, with reverence, obviously. But when, when I talk to God, I 
again with reverence. I put demand on, not on him, I put demand on his word. His, he says he can't lie. So when I pray and I speak to him, it's not about wishful thinking. Oh, Lord, if you can do this for me, I appreciate No. I've said, Lord, your word is, if I present this to you, no matter what it is, that you are a God that not only hears my prayer, but you're going to answer my prayer. So in the name of Jesus, I'm putting demand on your word, since you're a God that cannot lie, and you say you, you, you are the God who is who he says he is and can do what he says he's going to do, then by golly, this is what I'm asking you to do. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Now, he's going to do it his way. <laughs> it's not going to be our way. Now, so be careful for what you pray for because he's going to answer that prayer whether it takes a minute or whether it takes a few years. He's going to answer that prayer his way. And you want him to do it his way uh, because it will eliminate a lot of nonsense and BS in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So just, just make things real. And you know what? Uh, his joy, his laughter, uh, smiling a lot, that's our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So have fun. Have a sense of humor. He's like the funniest God I've ever known. I mean, he's the only God I've ever known, <laughs> except maybe all my self-induced stuff that I would create problems with uh, in my own. But he he's hysterical. So you got to have that sense of humor too, man. Love it. And just be a light. When you walk into a room, and you leave a room, you, you better leave that, you better enter that room, bringing light in there, and when you leave that room, uh, you leave light with you. And what, what I mean by that is I love what Billy Graham says. He says, preach the gospel every day, and at times, use words. In other words, let's stop talking about who we are in the Lord and what we could do. Let's just do it by demonstration and who we are. That's it. So man. good. So yeah. good. Sam, thanks so much. Devoted yeah. Geeks, we're going to check the rest of the con. Sam, again, thank you so much for all you do, Come man. Come on, man. Before we continue this podcast, we're going to take a quick commercial break and uh, let you guys know about some of our favorite individuals. In a world where live action movies reign supreme, two awesome dudes are keeping things animated. If you want to hear a couple of animation nerds gush about the movies they love, then hop, run, or fly on over to The Cellcast. Available on most podcast platforms. Alright, so we took a little bit of a time hop here. Hop. <laughs> it was um, the last day of the con. Yeah. Uh, we got real busy. And yeah. coming home and everything. So we just didn't have time to record the the finish of this podcast where we kind of wrap up the conversation about GeekCon. Mm -hmm. uh, we did have a day of rest, but uh, my voice was trash. It was. Because, you know, con crud. Mm -hmm. So we were like, let's wait till the weekend when yeah. our voices are better. And, and we got busy during we got last busy. weekend. So, uh, but we're here now. And uh, we wanted to talk about GeekCon. Um we're going to apologize right now if we say anything that we already said on the front end. <laughs> because we might forget that we said it. Right. So, Celeste, uh, overall, the con. Yes. Three days. Yes. What was your favorite part? Um, I think my favorite part was all the cosplayers. Yeah. Like, we have some really talented people here in Shreveport mm -hmm. um, and that come to this con. 
and we we just they're super talented i was super impressed i love seeing it and as a whole i've yet to run into a cosplayer who was like not super kind and mm-hmm. not willing to take pictures yeah um so that was cool yeah and even like there was like a bunch of kids that you can tell that they got their costumes from Amazon or from Hot Topic or wherever. Right. And even them, because they were just having fun. Yeah. It was nice to to see. And we did have a good vantage point at the booth of we were part of a main intersection. So we like got to watch all of my hero characters yeah. run around and chase each other and then freak out. And somebody from, I think it might have been Bleach mm-hmm. uh, or Naruto met their nemesis oh, yeah. in front of our booth, knocked our table back <laughs> because the, they'd been talking to me. And right. so they were like, do I know you? And they were like, no, but I'm your arch nemesis. And she goes, oh, of course. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I, I got to tell you, that's one of my favorite parts also is the, just seeing the cosplayers. Yeah. And um, because uh, we, we've talked about this before, like the thing about GeekCon and cons and these things is that you're finding an atmosphere of people who get it. Yes. To understand you have something that you can share, which is so valuable, so important. And so I'm kind of with you. That That's one of my favorite parts is seeing the, just the people light up. Yeah. Um, there was a girl that walked past and um, she had this weird costume going on. And uh, I looked at her. I was like, that's that's the red guy from Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. And she, I yelled, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. And she freaked out yeah. because somebody got it. Yeah. And the low key cosplays are the cosplays <laughs> that are from the really random stuff. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting when somebody gets it. Yeah, exactly. So I love it. I love the cosplayers. I love encouraging the cosplayers um, because there's always like to a degree cosplaying. It's a reflection of something. There's a reason why you're cosplaying it. Yeah. There's a reasoning why you, you've attached yourself to this character to the point that you're like, I want to emulate them. Mm hmm. And, um, sometimes it's just, it's, you just want to be cool, but there's empowering it to, yeah. uh, there was a young lady who's recently joined our community on, uh, on Twitch and on, in discord and she's a cosplayer and she did this fantastic, um, cosplay of power down our weak all might. Oh yeah. And, um, we we're talking with her on stream a couple, uh, last week. And she said that her favorite cosplay, her first cosplay was spider Gwen. Yeah. And it's because it, she just felt empowered. And that's what happens with cosplaying. And you know, there's this empowerment. You're like, man, I you're relating with these characters. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty cool. It's neat to see. So um, what, what was your your uh, your uh, your loot? What did you walk away from Geekon with? I got so many books. Yeah. Courtesy of the Bossier Parish Library. Yes. They offered me more books. <laughs> and and I went. I will see because I knew that if I took boxes like they were offering home, oh gosh, Dallas less. would have killed me. I wouldn't have killed you, but I'd be like, where are you putting these? Yeah, well, you would have been frustrated with us, everything else we were carrying to the car. <laughs> like, I thought about it. I stood there for a second when you went to go do something. And I was like, I should go back and get those boxes of books. And then oh I went, gosh. we're carrying all this stuff. <laughs> back to the thing. Dallas would not be happy if right. I went back and all of a sudden there's boxes of books. You're like, I don't know how they got here. Right. So, I did not. But they off, they legitimately offered to That's like, crazy. they were like, if you want to come back when we're tearing down, 
you can have, we have boxes of these that you may have. Wild. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I didn't get boxes, but I have at least 20 new books. Right. <laughs> Some of them I'm not going to read because they're in parts of a series. And so until I get to that point, I'm not going to read them, but I have them. Yes. For what, when I get to that point. What if the rest of those were in those boxes? Dallas, don't say that. <laughs> it's not nice. I feel like they would have told me because uh, one of them was like, oh, you're pulling a lot of Stephanie Plum books. You might like this one down here. Uh, so I feel like if they were like, hey, we have more Stephanie Plum books, mm-hmm. we will pull them for you. Because she's also the same one that went, I don't know if it's a good series, but that's a complete trilogy down there. And oh. I went, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Bozier Paris Library for giving my wife more books. <laughs> I mean, it's so side side story that really has nothing to do with the con, but mm-hmm. the Bozier Parish Library is one of the ones that had a big influence in my love of reading mm. because they had, you know, most libraries have a summer reading program and right. their kids librarian was fantastic. Oh, that's cool. You could go to her and go, miss, I don't remember her name anymore, but miss so-and-so I just finished this book and I really like it. And she'd go, Oh, I know what you need to do next. And off she trapes and you'd follow her to whatever (laughs) section and she'd pull a book and like her, her book picking taste was fantastic. That's neat. Um, so everybody who was around my age that went to the library at that time knows about this woman. That's cool. So, like Bozier Parish Library already has a, a soft spot in my heart. <laughs> so what else did you get? Um, I got some really cool avatar jewelry. Yeah. Um, I went through, I had been scoping out. This is, was my method. I went through and I scoped out anytime I walked away from our booth, what I would want when we bought. And then Sunday, I just went bam, 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 bam to nice. all the places I'd been looking. So I got some really nice avatar jewelry. It's leather and they had dyed it different colors and then engraved the different symbols for air, earth, water, fire. (laughs) Um, And so I got fire and water right? because while they were incredibly well priced, I didn't want to drop that much money at one booth. Right. So I got that. I got some Jack Skellington earrings. Um, I'm not wearing them. I just had to touch my ears to remind myself. Um, And then I got some of these and they're, they're supposed to be bookmarks, but there was an artist there who did fan drawings of Roni Kenshin. Nice. And that's not a super popular anime anymore. Right. So I was like, I need to support this woman because this was my starter anime. Right. So I got a chibi version of Kenshin <laughs> and a legit version of Kenshin, both in like laminated bookmark. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then the lady behind us, and I wasn't planning on buying anything from her, but I was just kind of, you know, doing the, hey, let's, I'm going to talk to the person behind us and be encouraging. And she had created some art that was from an anime called Erased. Oh, yeah. And so many emotions. But she so took emotions. the, she, t- it was almost like she took um, strips of film, like from old cameras, and in each panel of the film she drew a different 
interpretation of a different scene. Oh, that's cool. From the anime. And so it you can twist it and turn it to whichever angle you want. Right. But it was so beautiful and she portrayed the scene so well. Like I'm looking at it going, I can't handle the emotion coming from this thing, but I need to have it in my life. And I was like, how much is this? She goes, five dollars. I was like, hang on. <laughs> so I li- I think I literally interrupted you talking to somebody else. Like, give me your wallet. <laughs> You did. <laughs> you were like, what? I was like, Art, give me your wallet. It's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Love it. So, did, uh, also got a couple other earrings. I mostly go for jewelry. Right. That's, that's generally what I buy when we go to cons. Right. What's the subtle, like, geekery stuff that you get to have? Because mm-hmm. well, you're in a professional environment. You can't have, you can't walk around with a, with a Gwen shirt, spider Gwen shirt or. Yeah. You know, Which whatever. I'm wearing currently, which yeah. why he said that. <laughs> That's cool. It is. And it's it's pretty jewelry. Like, you know, my calcifer earrings gain stairs. Yeah. My avatar earrings are a little more subtle. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I got a couple cool things. You did. I got um I got a deck of cards. Yeah. Um I, pl- I collect playing cards. And um y- you could tell these are kind of bootlegged, but they're from uh Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like New mobile suit gun wing, like there, that's not a thing, guys. But uh, it was pretty cool. It had just basically, it was, it was a deck of playing cards. Um, they were kind of like travel size, and uh, each card though has a different uh art mm-hmm. from gun wing on it. And then, um, we also got you actually got it for me was the um, it was volumes one through four of the new Tenchi Moyo, yes, uh, manga. Which yes. for those of you who um, who who know you, maybe you listened to the episode with uh of the cell cast where we talked about it i'm a big fan of tenchi moyo yeah it's one of my starting animes yeah um it's one of those ones that i, I grew up watching um and uh, <laughs> funny story about it we got the books and um one of our our, our friends over at revival signs they were there mm-hmm. and um their daughter and son were at my booth uh, hanging out we're just chit-chatting and I said, hey, I got some manga if you want to check it out. So they got, so the daughter went back behind the booth and she grabbed the, picked up the manga. And uh, I'm doing some stuff. And she goes, uh, Dallas, I'm kind of confused by this here, sir. I'm like, why? And she's she's a manga fan. She's an anime fan. She gets it. She goes, it's it's backwards. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, it's like you're supposed, and then I realized for her, um, only manga she's ever known was done. And it's, it's the... Uh, you read from right to left like you would. This manga is so old. It's back in the days where people were afraid that Americans wouldn't receive that kind of thing very much. So they, what the, the process is called flopping, where they transposed the images and did everything so that it went from left to right like normal American stuff. So she was confused by it. And so it's cool. I got the opportunity. To like, okay, so this is what this is from. This is the time frame. This is a relic of the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which we also made a cool connection because that guy's Facebook page, he said when I was I was scrolling through and I was pulling the books, I was like, man, these are from the early 2000s. It's really hard to find stuff like that now. And he goes, oh, I know. That's kind of what I specialize in. Yeah. And he goes, if you message the Facebook page with what you're looking for, I'll keep an eye out for it and yeah. then let you know if I come across it. Yeah. So if he ever comes across five through whatever end of eternity of this series, <laughs> he's going to let us know. And we're probably going to get some $5 anime. That's cool. Not anime manga. <laughs> Very cool. 
So I don't normally get a lot of stuff at the con. Like no, there's don't. a lot of stuff I like. I just I'm also like like we have a budget. Yeah. <laughs> I can honestly say I think I spent less this con because normally I go in yeah. with a bigger budget, but because we were vendors, mm-hmm. I didn't go in with a big right uh spending budget. Well, let's talk about that real quick for for just a second. Like as a vendor. Yeah. What how what was it like for you as a vendor rather than just a con attendee? Um, it was nice to be able to sit down. Yeah. Because <laughs> normally we're like, we, we had to like program times for us to be able to leave. Yes. Like it was really great when we had a couple times we were able to get the hotel attached to the, yeah, the yeah, venue. Yeah, yeah. So we were able to go back to a room and chill for a minute. Yeah. Um, eat lunch. <laughs> Which was, was great because I tend to get overwhelmed in large crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually a little concerned about that this time mm-hmm. because being on the being part of the con, I couldn't necessarily run away and go right. go out and be away from people. Right. But I think having the booth and then having everything spaced for social distance made that a little easier. Yeah, I could see that because like we had downtime, so we had time to like sit down and just go, "Whew, I'm yeah. gonna breathe, breathe for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, it- no. It was different. Yeah, um, it was. And I appreciated kind of along the lines of, of getting the breath. There's a thing of like, like we're, we're at the booth for so long. And I appreciated because Saturday, um, two of our riders, Branson and Kevin, yeah. were there. Kevin flew from Florida. Uh, Branson came up um, and they Branson's took over the local. Yeah. And they took over the booth for, for a little bit for us. So you and I could walk the con floor, enjoy the environment because we enjoy the atmosphere of being mm-hmm. at the con. And um, it was just nice for a minute to be able to do that it was. and uh, walk together. That was one of the things so we took breaks. Like I walk away, you'd walk yeah. away, but to walk together, enjoy it together. That was nice. So I appreciate those guys stepping in and doing that for us. Yeah. But it was definitely different just being as a vendor and having people come up to us. Cause normally we're, we're trying to say, Hey, can I talk to you about yeah, your, yeah. your we're cosplay? We're trying to chase people down. Yeah. Cause you know, we love their cosplays, but having people come up, like, Hey, what is this? Right. What are you guys doing? What is this all about? Uh, right. We got some awkward stares from people. We got like, some awkward stares. What is this stares. thing? Um, and, uh, but it was, it was really neat to be able to have that opportunity to do yeah. that. I had one really fun interaction. I'm not sure if I told you this. I may have. Um, there was a booth a little bit down from us mm-hmm. that they were dressed up as, um, they were selling wands and they were dressed up as, uh, Snape and one of the professors, the mm-hmm. female professors from Harry Potter. Right. And the guy who honestly could have been Wish Alan Rickman. Um, <laughs> Cause the cosplay was that good. Like, and I don't know if his face just normally looks like that, or what, <laughs> but he came walking by to do something else. And it was kind of in a down moment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, professor Snape. And he goes, yes. It's <laughs> like, can I get my grade for my potions test? He's like, which house are you in? I was like, I'm in Ravenclaw. He goes, perhaps you should study with one of my Slytherin students. <laughs> and off he goes. That's funny. But like there were people around us who were listening to the interaction yeah. that thought it was really funny. That's so that awesome. kind of led to some other conversations. That's good. That's good stuff. That's what we like about the cons. Is that you had those interactions with people? Yeah, it was interesting because I feel like we interacted more with vendors than we did in the past. Um, there was a moment where um, everything was kind of chilled, and one of the vendors came walking past. And for those of you who don't know, uh, during this time frame, there was a massive storm that was about to hit Florida. Yes, 
and uh, I was talking to one of the vendors. She was from Florida. She mm-hmm. drove here by herself. She started a company here in Shreveport mm-hmm. um, while her and her husband were stationed here on base. And um, they had moved off to uh, Florida mm-hmm. to a different base. And so she came here to be with the people that she who were helping run her company locally. And she was kind of worried about, you know, getting home. Yeah. And uh, so I got the chance to talk to her, just encourage her and everything and connect with a couple of individuals. Um, and so it was different because like, as, cause we were there in official stance, it was a little bit different talking with vendors yeah. and whatnot. Well, it was less of a, Hey, we're here. We are, you know, we almost feel like the, the who's we are here, we are yeah. here when you're just walking around. But when you have a booth, the vendors go, Oh, you're one of us. Yeah. yeah. And so it kind of opened some doors. It did. So while we're kind of on this topic, what was our mission? Why were we at GeekCon just to sell keychains and to buy stuff? <laughs> Why were we there? I mean, there's always the goal of buying stuff when you go to a con. But the reason we were there and the reason we were there with a booth was kind of two-part. Right. The The biggest part of it is... Our, our goal for Geek Devotions as a whole. Mm-hmm. We want to let people know that they're loved. Yeah. And I really feel like having a booth and being a legitimate part of the con mm-hmm. helped that because we didn't have to like just be running around with a camera where some people were looking at us kind of funny. Right. Like I don't think we had anybody tell us no. Mm-mm. When we were like, can we take your picture? Yeah. Hey, do you mind if we pass put it on social media? Right. Here's our show. Bleh, here's our social media so that you can see yourself. Can see yourself. Can tag yourself. Yeah. Um. So the it it gave us a bit of legitimacy. Whereas in the past, we've had people go, no, I'm I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're just walking around with a camera, there's always yeah, yeah. the fear of someone being weird. Yeah. Um, and weird in a bad way, <laughs> but so that was our, was our primary goal. Our secondary goal was just to get the word out that we're around, that we're a thing. You know, we, we want to let people know that we're loved, but part of that is people have to know we're, we're around. Exactly. Um, so awareness <laughs> like the, um, I think we said this in the, the recaps, but we, had someone come up who is planning to be a missionary to Japan. Yeah. Like they've got the support. They as a family have the support of their church. They're going to be sent out and they're going to the cosplay district of, of Japan. Of Japan. Of, uh, I think Tokyo or something. Uh, it, it was a, it's a neighborhood in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, how do you do this? And I was like, oh, brother, yeah. hang on. I'm about to give you some resources. Right. And so we were able to give them names of things, right. uh, people in places that we recommend, that we trust, that we f- are friends with. Yeah. Um, but they had no idea that mm-hmm. anything like that existed. We're yeah. not the only people who do this type of thing. No, there's other people who do it. Love that nerd. Man, they're in tons of cons. Uh, Geeks and Grace, they do, they resource a lot of, of people, yes. a lot of communities. They're, they're big into uh, geek culture and reviews and stuff like that. So um, Nerd Chapel. Nerd Chapel does this. Uh, we ran into a group called um, uh, Geek Orthodox Church, and they're mostly there just for the vendors. Yeah. They're not like us. We are there at the con for the con goers yes. to encourage the con goers and, and to go beyond this. Geek Orthodox Church is simply there for the, the vendors. vendors. Um, but, uh, there's several 
groups out there that oh, do stuff yeah. like this. And I'm sure that there's some out there that we don't even know oh, yeah. that are doing things because people see a need. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer of God doesn't do anything with through one singular person. Mm-hmm. So like, even though we are uniquely, uh, uniquely qualified to mm-hmm. do this type of ministry, right? we're not the only ones no. because if God decides to, you know, go, Hey, don't do geek devotions anymore. He's not going to ignore the geeks. Right. There's still going to be someone there to, to reach them. Absolutely. So, but it was great to, to let them know, Hey, there's all these resources. Yeah. So it really was a, it was an outreach moment for us. Like yeah. I said, it was to let people know what's going on. We, we didn't make money at GeekCon. Let's start with that. Like some people were like, cause I remember years ago, you and I had talked to a guy, uh, we were on a plane going somewhere and he complained about some Christian ministry was at a con and he was angry because it felt like he felt like they were the, just there to make money. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that. We, we did not make money. In no. fact, we, we probably took a hit for ourselves personally. Uh, but the yeah. con was paid for by our patrons, Yes. Uh, which we want to, I want to plug this out there. Thank you so much to our patrons yes, who, um, thank you. who support us. If you want to support us, go to geektoish.com. There's a support tab where you can support us uh, for as little as a dollar a month through Patreon, or you can do a one-time gift through PayPal. But um, thanks to you guys, we were able to do this at the con floor and we got to love on so many people, encourage yes. them. Um, we talked to some people. They don't believe what we believe. There are a lot of people who there who were not Christians. They were yeah. like, we appreciate this. Like, thank you. Yeah. Like there were the typical protesters who were outside and they're screaming and hollering. And, and uh, there were some people there who thought that was a great thing. And there are a lot of people who realized mm, the spirit wasn't right about what they were doing. Yeah. But they're like, thank you for being different than that. And yeah. we were able to show them some love. Um, I had a great interaction with the father. There was a guy who yeah. came in. He was a dad. He was kind of there with his daughter and a Christian family. And I was kind of questioning her faith and, and kind of wavering some stuff. And this was kind of supposed to be a, a connection weekend for him and his daughter. Cause yeah. he doesn't get, it. he doesn't understand what's happening here. Yeah. As a brother, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you don't need to understand what you need to do is ask her questions. Yes. Take interest in her cosplay. Take interest in what she's into. Let her know that you care enough about her to be interested, to, that you want to know about what's happening. You don't have to understand it. Just take part in it. Yeah. And I think that he did that and it helped. You know, they had a good time. They laughed and I had a good time with this and uh, and they grew out of this. I hope they grew out of this. He came back a couple times and he's like, okay, this is what's happening. What, what do I do? And we're <laughs> like, man, just be with her. I know. Ask questions. Like you said, all the things you just said, but it, it was good that we were there and we were able to encourage him. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we had several moments like this and these were happened because of our patrons because they let, they, they helped us be able to do this. And so, um, thank you patrons. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Our mission is to let people know they're loved. There's a plan purpose of life that somebody cares. And that took place. Um, coming out of the con, we've, there's several people who have, um, connected with us through mm-hmm. our social media stuff that, um, you know, they're various places in their walk with God and they're taking part in our stuff. Yeah. They're like, Oh, okay. They're, they're seeing the content we're putting out. We're making influence. We're making a connection with them in some fashion. Um, I know there's a couple of them specifically who, um, they're not walking with Jesus, yep. but they appreciate that we love them enough to be a voice. Yeah. That we're not screaming and shouting at them. And they're taking part with what we have. 
Yeah. And, you know, if the Lord doesn't move in our lives, bless the Lord. We're not, it's our job to make people do that. Our job is simply to share the gospel yeah. and share the grace of the Lord. So one thing that was super encouraging, and this was not necessarily related to us being at GeekedCon, but it is a testimony of Geek Devotions. Mm-hmm. We have a friend, a con friend, who we've known since... Since our first GeekCon. Since our first GeekCon before Geek Devotions. Yeah. Um, Because I, I found a picture and he was in it. And I was like, oh yeah, we were in the line together. <laughs> that very first one before we ever started. Right. Um, I think he was in the conversation when people were like, why aren't you yelling at us? And he had grown up in a Christian home and kind of just done the church thing, not right. really been active, not really been involved in his faith. Just mm-hmm. kind of, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's, it's a culture, not yeah. a cultural Christianity. Yeah. He was a cultural Christian. Um, and he, two days before the con had recommitted his life to Christ and he yeah. was hyped. He was all in. He was yeah. asking questions about mm. theological things. Yeah. And we, because he knew us and he trusted us, right. he shared that because he knew we would be excited right? and he knew we were a safe place for him to talk to. Exactly. On the con floor, on the con having floor. spiritual conversations, encouraging him, being real with them. And, uh, and we invite you guys, if you have questions, ask us, yeah, you know, absolutely. we're not afraid to say, I don't know. And we will definitely say, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. And he talked about, he's like, no, I've, I watch your guys stuff yeah. regularly. I see it. And we, the content we've been producing, the content that our teams are producing, our writers and our podcast teams, uh, it challenges people. Yeah. But at the same time, it challenges them with grace. Yes. Challenges them with love. And so, um, like it's not just, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. And yeah. so we're, we're thankful to be able to be there to encourage them in that time frame. All right. Well guys, um, before we wrap up, I do want to let you guys know something. Uh, we are officially part of a kind of a network of collaborators and it's called culture box and uh, culture box is dedicated to unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery. And earlier on the podcast during our break, you heard, uh, an advertisement for one of those guys and, uh, one of the great podcasts that are part of this, this, uh, this network. I want to encourage you guys to check them out. If you want to know more about Culture Box or check out some of the other guys who are part of it, go to culturebox.media. That's the website where you will discover some of the other amazing podcasts and uh, websites that are part of this network. Yep. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. So until next time, stay devoted. Peace and love. Peace and love.